The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. And welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I'm Joel Mahalik and I am seated across the From wolf- the lovely Sharon. Yes, who is wearing one of my t-shirts. I am, still. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome everybody. It is Mother's Day weekend, if you're listening to this podcast during the uh, when it releases at the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we want to wish all the mothers a very, very happy, happy Mother's, mother's Day. Day. And a very special happy Mother's Day to you, my love. Oh, thank you. So, there. In quarantine day 9,329 <laughs> right. ac- More accurately, though, I think it's 9,242. Oh, okay. But uh, So welcome to the program. We are uh, available at www.jmtalk.net. Also on social media, Facebook at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So that's how you get a hold of the show. Um, lots to sort of discuss today. Yeah. I want to start with um, uh, I want to start with the weather. I know. It is. So we're recording the show. It is 98 degrees below zero outside. <laughs> we're, we're recording the show <laughs> on the 9th of May, uh, FYI. And, um, you know... Last weekend, uh, when I was walking Molly and down at the park, there were people outside their homes sunning, gardening, doing all these great things. Right. Enjoying the weather. Today, we're in parkas and gloves. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't understand it. May 9th. Yes, let me repeat that. May 9th. And the wind and the wind chill was in the 20s overnight. And we're just barely above 40 right now, midday. This is this is insane. So, a couple of possible scenarios to co- that cause this: either Mother Nature has taken an extended vacation, okay, at, at this time of the year, and maybe a little senile appointed snow miser <laughs> I know. In, in charge instead of heat miser, because this is May and it is May 9th. Right. Uh, the other scenario is I don't know if Mister Freeze has escaped Arkham Asylum. Maybe, oh my gosh. but we should maybe hit the bat signal. I mean, I just don't understand <laughs> what is going on. I'm trying every scenario I can, and I can't figure it out. Nope. And you won't be able to. I just know it's colder, you know it's colder than a witch's booty. I have the answer. What? Because Mother Nature is a woman, and she has the prerogative to change <laughs> her mind. And that's what she has done. Well, somebody phone her up and tell her it's colder than a witch's booby. <laughs> <laughs> Outside. It's cold. Oh my goodness! But, but listen, it's forty-six degrees outside. This is the this is the perfect this is the perfect weather pattern for COVID nineteen because this is the kind of when it's ninety yesterday and forty today. Yeah. This is the kind of weather yeah. that gives everyone symptoms, gives them colds, flus, yep. yep. And these are all also according to the CDC symptoms of COVID nineteen. So. 
if I were a staunch conspiracy theorist, this would be ripe with conspiracy. Ooh, let's control the weather, make them all sick with symptoms that are COVID-19. And make everybody stay in the house. I, I'm just saying, if I were a conspiracy theorist. Okay, well, they're idiots, but anyway. You know, it just... <laughs> I'm just it's saying. It's weird. It's it weird. It is weird. It is very weird. And I'm, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm quite frankly, I'm a little tired of it. Yeah. Well, we all are. Um, we are. We all are very tired of it. Yes. I know I am. I'm getting downright frustrated. Even though we don't go out much, we're getting frustrated because tis the season. Right, but. Tis the season to be at the shore. Right. We don't go out much. But it's very typical. You You tell me I can't do something. And you're like a child. And that's, I must do it. I must <laughs> right. do it. Right. And when I don't have the freedom to go to any store I wish to go shopping, then I get frustrated, as is and everybody makes, else out there. And that makes me frustrated because that's more bags and boxes I have to cut down from all the stuff you're getting shipped in. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> if it gets shipped in, I'm just saying, we won't go... We won't go shaking that apple tree. Um, so a couple things on the I'm mad list. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I am very mad about drivers. You know, we have less people on the roads, and I and it seems like the people are driving more erratic. Mm-hmm. And I'm even talking about the sons of biscuits that live among us in this community. Right. Oh, um, I know. There They're... have been several times this week alone, and it's very frustrating, where people are not paying attention to anything, including stop signs, mm-hmm. and are just driving right out in intersections. And um, and it they, just they just don't care. They're they're the most important thing in. I see it out in and about world. too. Yeah. And again, yeah. I, I I saw it this morning when I went to have some blood work done. Again, seeing people that just, you know, I they don't give I, a biscuit. I don't right. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, it's this COVID frustration. They get out. They have to wear well, a mask. It covers part of their eyes. They can't see where they're going. Right, so you're going to blame it on the mask, and they can't see where they're going. I'm just did saying. Did you know, by the way? Did you know? And you mentioned masks. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to this driving thing in a second. Okay. Did you know that if there are more than one persons in your car, you both, everyone has to be wearing masks inside the car? Right. Now, I've, I've heard, I heard one thing and I assume something else. I heard that that would even include, say, you and me. And it's like, wait, we're married. This is our car. We live in the same house together. So I'm a little suspicious about that. What I think that actually means is if you're running a carpool for work. Oh. You know, because it doesn't make sense. Why would yeah. why would a husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and husband, whatever the case might wife be, have to be right. right? Have to be in a, in a, in their car, both wearing masks. Because I see both in the same car. More people in cars wearing masks than I don't. Yeah, which is very weird to me because. Um, I, I mean, I, I just don't know. Well, yeah. I you're just, wearing a mask, you're in your understand. car by yourself. Right. You know what I mean? And that sometimes they are by themselves, sometimes they're with other people. 
Sometimes the other people don't have masks on. Well, that's, well uh, we can talk about levels of stupidity if you'd like. <laughs> I'll donate some time to the show for that. But as, but as far as the driving, I don't know. Like this is It's always been a problem, but um, when I see it now, I'm wondering. So we're talking about essential workers, people who are essential that should be out there driving mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. It just seems very right. Like, like the other day when I was going to an appointment, and I told you this. On a pretty busy road, somebody just shot right out of a side road into traffic. No stop or anything. And I'm telling you, they almost got hit by three cars doing it. That That's more blatant than the person that almost side-swiped oh, Molly and me the other day right here in a complex. I know. You're just ignoring the stop sign full speed out into traffic. And I, other people need to watch out for you. And, it, it just, I, and it's just it's disgusting. I'm very angry. I'm very angry yeah. this week about turn signals. I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm very mad. Well, let me tell you something else I'm mad about. Oh my god! If I may, yeah. If I may, you got the mic. So if I got the mic, you got, you got the time. The <laughs> All right. So, um, so I had I I, I had to order medications this week. Okay. And diabetic medications mm-hmm. from outside the country. Okay. Now, I, if I didn't have this discussion on, on a previous show before, then I certainly you know, blogged about it on Facebook. But So because of the high, my high deductible, mm-hmm. which I can't afford to meet because I'm not, say, that sickly. Right. Um, I have to pay extortion-style pricing. For medications until I reach that high deductible. So if you can't pay extortion prices, if you don't make enough money to be extorted right. by the insurance companies, then I will never get to, in my state of health, I will never get to that high deductible. So That's I have crazy. to seek cheap alternatives that I can find, right. which is going outside the country. And uh, one of them will take possibly up to six weeks because of COVID-19, right? because it's coming from India. <laughs> <clears throat> that's just disgusting I, can you imagine we live in this type of society i know it's disgusting where i'm getting my like i'm getting my insulin from canada at a like okay at like a seventh of the price right um a seventh of the price that is ridiculous that we have to pay those kinds of prices in this day and age, uh, uh, for uh, what, what is it called, commercial insurance? Because I got yeah, to my employer. Exactly. Um, and they do that, and as they say, they do that. The high deductible plans, so you pay a lower premium, and so you know the trade-off is somewhere. But here's my argument: I will get Humalog, Humalog brand product at a seventh of the price from Canada, and I will get. Uh, a pill for my diabetes from India. I, I, I didn't do the. I, I wasn't ready for the math in my head on this. Okay, so it's, uh, <laughs> I, I can't do the math. But so here it is. <laughs> if I pay it on my current plan, it would be four ninety two a month until I meet that deductible, which I can't meet. So right. you see what I mean? It's not. Yeah. You know, when you have no money to bite that bullet. Right, and you, they give you a deductible mm. that's unmeetable. So four ninety two for thirty days, and I'm going to get it for one twenty nine for three months. 
90 days. Wow. So whatever that fraction is, <clears throat> you know. Um, That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Uh, $10 more a month out of India than it cost me for my normal copay after I can meet the deductible of $30. Right. It would cost me $30 for these pills a month. Right. Or, you know, after so, you meet your deductible. Yeah, so roughly, right. if you think about it, that's about $10 more. But to meet more. your deductible, you've got to pay $10,000 Yeah. Yeah. for tests and whatnot. So you say, um, and that's typically that's what um, some uh, colleagues of mine that, let's say they're kind of liberal, w would say. They would say, well, you just have to bite that bullet to get to that point. Well, biting that bullet is the difference between putting food on the table or getting that, biting that bullet, mm -hmm. paying rent or biting that bullet. You know what I mean? Right. They're the kind of bullets that you're, you're contemplating that, eating. Yeah, exactly. So my question is this. The four ninety five per month for your prescriptions, that goes towards your deductible. That is correct. So you're then still meeting your deductible through your, through paying for your prescriptions here here not right when, no when no, you go I outside know. the country That's what it, I mean, it has here. no effect on your insurance right and you're getting this same exact drug yeah from other countries so that you're getting here right so that's why that, that, that's why i submit to you don't give me this bs you know i don't want to hear any bs as to why the prices have to be that right, high exactly you know and right. Yeah, I know a lot of states have already passed it. I think it's uh, and I think it's great. And we're still waiting for Delaware to pass the hundred dollar cap on insulin, which would mean that you cannot charge insurance or not more than a hundred dollars a month. Right. So, I think that's great for people who don't have insurance. But I still think I still I I, I keep going back mm -hmm. to that other thing, that other thing that says, how is it I can buy a box of pens for. For ninety dollars in Canada, right? But until I meet my deductible, when it will be thirty dollars a box, why is it um, five hundred? No, seven hundred and sixty something. I think for right. that box of pens until I meet my deductible. Wow, that's one more sample. Shaking my head, I right. tell you. Here's one more sample of the extortion of medical insurance. So I was pricing a bunch of stuff that I needed through my insurance because I can price medications, right. which is based on where I'm at with my deductible. Yep. So my test strips are free. Thank goodness As for that. As they should be. So I, but when I priced it, it said no cost to me. And then underneath it tells you how much you saved because you have our you glorious insurance. Right. For a 90-day supply, saved me $414. Stand by. You already, you already have a look. I'm going to change that look to even worse. Why is it I can buy a box of those strips with no insurance for $44 a box? Yeah. Times three is $132. Right. How are you saving me $414? Why <laughs> is it that so much? seeing that on paper... Makes everyone feel good. I don't feel about good. saving. <gasps> wow, look, this is awesome! I just saved four hundred forty-four dollars. All this insurance stuff—that's ridiculous. It, you know, it, it's just terrible. And it all came at the same point <clears throat> where I found out. Here's another thing. There's another extortion thing. Here's another COVID extortion thing. So, 
you can call your some of your creditors, a lot of your creditors, and they will oh, hold the off your system. payments. Yeah, the alarm system. They will hold off payments for you because maybe you were affected. We were affected. I was affected. My pay was affected because of COVID-19 for a right. period of time. And so that qualified me to have a, um, oh, what is the word they use? Uh, a, for, a temporary forbearance. Forbearance, right. You don't have to pay for your school loans for a couple months. Great. Thank right. you. This is great. Thank you for looking out for us. Right. In the same token, I lost 50 points so far off my credit for not making the first month's payment under the forbearance <laughs> plan. So so when we come out of this. I'm going to say it's going to come out. It's coming out. <laughs> the F word is no, coming out. Just, just once. Don't let it come out. <laughs> Oh my lord! Yeah, so I just I had just gotten that text that report before I started dealing with all this all the medication stuff mm. yesterday. Yeah, fifty points for entering into a thank you for helping me plan since I don't have the money to pay since COVID nineteen affected my pay. Right. I was not aware. We're here, and that's that's false advertising. It really is. Unless it was in fine print and I didn't see it or they just don't disclose it. You know what I mean? Like they don't disclose that they're going to make a negative remark to your credit report. Because the credit right. company the credit company doesn't raise your credit because you're... It, like it said that my, my payment increased by this much. So in other right. words, unless there's going to be an adjustment later, there's been no adjustment. But there's a remark about the forbearance. And according to Credit Karma, it's the remark that affected my credit. So someone put that remark in oh. there, and I just think that's a bunch of who uh, hooey. And I, I actually, I still may call them and confront them about that. I think you should. I think you should. So I mean, you know, just, absolutely. Just a lot. I told you there was a lot to go over. I'm I just know. mad a lot this week. I, yeah, you are. But you, but we should. You know, what we should do what? We should take your anger mm -hmm. and. Turn it into something funny. Oh. Instead of. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm not. You making everybody else mad. You don't see so that because no, I no, take no. all my temper out on Ark. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, and I do appreciate that. <laughs> he does, too. That's his. Mm, he does take his. His. W w anger out. It, on, it mellows on out it. when I get onto the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, it's not like I come home and I shoot it at you. No, I knew that. That's not what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, all right. Well, we got some uh, COVID-19 related news stuff about people going nuts coming up after the break. Plus, later on, we'll honor a new hero. We will talk about a new Wombat of the Week. And if time permits, well, of course, I will do one last thing. All coming up in the third stretch of the show. But right now. I'm going to take a quick 90-second or so break, and we'll be back with more of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star Emergency, this is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, we thank you for sticking with us on the podcast. i uh, got a couple things to go over during this segment of the show. Uh, uh, one or two items at least being uh, COVID-19-related craziness out of the news. But first, <laughs> I've been doing that to you for like all week. I was doing, I, I'm going around the house, folks, and I'm doing like announcer type stuff. You know? Yeah. Like, if... When Sharon comes up to give me a kiss goodnight, uh, you know, just uh, I'll say something like this kiss brought to you by bedtime. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Stuff like this. so but first, <laughs> I have been teasing people on Facebook that I have some information about these murder hornets. You know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Okay, because we didn't get I a do. chance to talk about this on the last show, I don't think, did we? No. Did we talk about murder hornets at I all? I don't think we did, no. I don't think we did either. No. Over the last two weeks, there's been a, this sudden, out of nowhere, and a complete mainstream media rash Yeah, you of and I news. have discussed it, yeah. but we haven't discussed it here. About no. these murder hornets. They're these giant... Hornets, these giant bees from Asia. Right. And, uh, of course, the mainstream media is attaching this story of these hornets um, basically to 2020. And what, like, 2020 is the, uh, you know, it's like end times. <clears throat> is pr- <laughs> No, seriously, pretty much depending. Right. If you watch the news, it is the end times going on as far as everything, you know. And Trump's the Antichrist. So it, it's all, everything's built up, and now we have these murder hornets. So the media dubbed these giant Asian bees as murder hornets because one of the things that they do is they attack, is it honeybee hives? Um, I, think, I think it's honeybee hives, they, they, they'll attack it. And a small swarm of these giant hornets can take out an entire hive. And what they do is they basically decapitate the bees by chewing their heads off or something. Ew. Yeah, now not the, not the gross you know, uh, it, Too late. I, I always, I'm all right. Not the gross you out, but I saw a very interesting video yesterday on Reddit uh, of a Asian, a giant Asian hornet uh, being trapped in a small glass cage with a with your I'll just say your least of all favorite bug ever. Yes. And um, that bee didn't stand a chance. Did not stand a chance. 
Really? I'll leave it at that. But if I find that video again, no, maybe I'll post it. No. No? Okay. Well, no, don't post it anywhere where I'll see it. <laughs> because. Okay. Go to Reddit, everybody, and look up Asian, yeah. Asian bee versus praying mantis. But, um, so anyway. Okay, so all this hype. Oh, my God. Giant murder hornets, you know. Ah. And, 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 yes, if you get stung, I think, three or more times in, in a row, I, you know, it, it could cause death to a human because of how intense the stinger is. And then also what's been coming out is this video of this guy. I forget his name. He's, he's sort of like Steve Irwin. He goes around the world, all around the world, and on camera he gets insects or whatever that has stingers or biters and venom and allows then himself to be stung or bit or whatever. So you, so, and then he, is the, he a moron? <laughs> that you watched the whole experience. So all of a sudden last week, this video of him doing it with the giant Asian bee. And what? it really, one sting to the arm, it really did mess him up. Okay. Do a little research because you know me. <laughs> I do a little research and the video is like a year and a half or more old. Okay. That's for one thing, but no big deal because this is his show. And it wasn't right. here. He was over in somewhere in Asia or whatever. Okay. Filming it. So okay. that's how he got his hands on one. Now, right. here's the big reveal that I was teasing about on Facebook. I said that I had some valuable information about these murder hornets that I wanted to reveal on this week's podcast. Okay. So, and I can... Reveal away. I consider this a reliable source. The Pennsylvania State Beekeepers Association okay. has released yeah. a statement last week. And I think it's important for everybody to know. It goes like this. A word about, quote unquote, murder hornets. First of all, they're actually called giant Asian hornets. And they are not in Pennsylvania. They have found two. And the reason I'm saying like that is I'm emphasizing they're all I caps. know. I know. They have found two single individual hornets in Washington State back in 2019. And a nest that was found was destroyed in British Columbia in 2018. Is there concern? Yes, there should be with any invasive species. German yellow jackets are very common in the area now. No scare tactics seen with them. Um, but nothing that anyone should worry about at this time. It is a bunch of hype using the word murder and saying it kills 50 people per year. Last year, 50 people were killed. Less in previous years, 41 in 2013, for example, they won't call it by its proper name for various reasons. So sensationalism and scare tactics are used to gain attention and clicks on social media links uh, that this Asian hornet is now being inappropriately called a murder hornet. Yes, we are aware of the damage they can cause to honeybee colonies, but there are ways to minimize the impact and they are easily controlled around our honeybees. This is all fear-mongering. They can be a threat, but nothing more than what honeybees are already experiencing. It's another variable we have to watch and watch out for good. We can utilize various measures to protect our bees should they arrive here in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has been closely monitoring these evasive species for several years, so we're being very proactive and staying ahead of this insect. Hmm. So what I found interesting about that statement from the, uh, the Beekeepers Association is that 
Washington State is where they the news yeah. and at first let me tell originated, you originated right. right. But when this news came out two weeks ago, Sharon, when it came out in a swarm, no pun intended, <laughs> or pun intended, <laughs> it didn't say where. It just said in the United States, and yeah. then as news had to start expanding on that a little bit, now yeah. it was Washington. So there's your Washington connection. But wow. we're talking over a year ago. Two <laughs> two bees, and they think that they got here by way of a cruise ship. Wow. Okay, so they're gone. They have been taken care of. The only has, known has nest... Has been taken care of. They were killed. Probably. Or, murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the murdering bees were murdered. And the only known nest out in that area has also been, you know, uh, destroyed. Right. So... Besides being a classic case of, fear, like they said, fear-mongering, mm-hmm. sensationalism by the news, sell those links, bait and click, all oh, that sure, stuff. Sure, sure, I just wanted to get that word out there because I think it's important for our listeners and for everybody, so pass this information on, please, that at this time, there would be no reason for anybody to worry about them. And if you did some research yourself... You would find this information like we did. Exactly. You would find that this sensational video sure. is two years old. You would find that yep. it wasn't even filmed here. Yeah. You would find that uh, we we are not being swarmed by that. You want to know about an invasive species in this area? Pennsylvania is really having a hard time with the lantern, the spotted lanternfly, because why? It eats trees. It eats trees. Wow. Okay. And now it doesn't bite people, but imagine this. Imagine going out to get in your car one night. You know, and you're, you're in a forest. Not in a forest. Oh. You just go out to get in your car, and you go oh. out there, and your car is covered with thousands of these things. Oh wow! Okay, that's some of the in certain areas of Pennsylvania. That's what they're dealing with, is the spotted lanternfly, and um, and and the problem so, there like, is it eats trees. How do you get rid of them? I don't know, but remember we had counties here in Delaware, or no zip codes in Delaware that had the do this checklist before you get in your car to make sure you aren't transporting oh, any on your car yeah. over into another zip code. Oh, wow. I mean, crazy. That is crazy. So socialistic. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to bring this out. Now you know. Yeah, hey. So I'll now share I'm, the information well, from the Beekeepers smarter. Association. And it's interesting. I do have a fir- I, I do have a colleague at work. Who I probably I, I probably could have asked this. So if I in, in fact if I wanted further information even for myself right. I may still do that. It's very hard to get a conversation with him, but sure. Um, he is a beekeeper in Pennsylvania. Oh wow, yeah. You know, so yeah, so he would have better knowledge on this, you know, like yeah. I would on your motherboard. Exactly. So all right. Well, hey. Comments yeah. comments in the gallery. Um, the gallery says nothing. I <laughs> I don't um much like bees. So I'm going to leave that I don't bee. like bees either. I am going to leave that bee. <laughs> and when I was believing the hype, you know what the first thing I thought of was? What? I had just read that the honeybees, and I don't know if it's because of the, for the same reason we're seeing a lot of other wildlife coming back, if it's because people aren't out and about as much. Yeah. Or what the reason was, but I had read that the honeybee, which was supposedly become very close to extinction, has actually started turning around. And I don't know if it's because of people like yeah. beekeepers right. and how they're forming associations and groups and support sure. groups. But for whatever yeah. reason, the honeybee is coming back a little bit. And the honeybee is very important for everybody. Okay, because it pollinates uh, trees, and, trees flowers and flowers and plants and, yeah. and yeah. things that we need. So yeah. besides just producing honey, 
they're also doing things to the plants to make sure the plants right. thrive. It's part of the ecosystem. Right. So they're exactly. making a comeback. So the first thing I worried about was the honeybees. Right. And their struggle to stay with us. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Wipe okay. your eyes. So. <laughs> Come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so COVID-19. <laughs> COVID-19 is driving people. <laughs> I don't know. They're, uh, COVID-19 is driving people crazy. Well, yeah, we discussed that last segment. Yeah, so we're going to discuss it again. Okay. So, um, two men in Flint, Michigan are under arrest right now. I actually finally caught not too long ago. They were on the run. Uh, because... Last Friday, a simple request to wear a mask in order to protect others resulted in the brutal murder of a security guard. What? Yes. Yeah, so a dollar store security guard had advised, um, I, I think it was a, a woman who was trying to come into the store, didn't have a mask, wear a mask. I guess she became argumentative or whatever. And then um, I guess her husband and I don't know who the other guy was. Um, got in his face, whatever. The lady apparently left, got in the car and drove away, came back like 20 minutes later. Apparently, instead of a mask, with a gun. Because then um, the one man, the, the two men got it, go, went back in and started with the security guard again and then shot him dead. Oh, my gosh. Over a mask. That is crazy. It is crazy. That's what I'm saying. This, you know. Oh, my God. You know, some people just... It's a dollar store. Right? It's a dollar but, store. But not only that. And you're ordered to wear a mask. Yeah, by law. By law, you have to wear a mask. This is the craziness that, that, that I told you we were getting into. Yes, we said this was yeah, crazy earlier, I but... See, I see reports of a lot of protests going on about, yes, wearing masks. Yes, reopening the states and... Uh, you know, as frustrated as I am, as much as I want to go and be able to, to have the freedom that I had before all this mess of going wherever it is I want to go, I I still wouldn't protest the have, have, having to wear a mask or having to be able to go shopping and reopen the state. I'm not that stupid. Right. You right. know what I mean? As frustrated as I am, I understand. You know what I mean? Right. I do. And and it it just boggles my mind how come people have to protest how you know, on why the government's doing what they're doing to keep us safe. Right. And that's it. They're that's all they're doing. They're doing what they're doing to keep us safe right and now you know this uh, the us being the ones that don't have covid right and now this guy just doing his job yeah enforcing the rules that are that is set by the cdc and local and state governments and their store and loses his life because somebody else didn't want like that was my main thing what do you mean you left for 20 minutes and came back with a gun yeah right you couldn't leave for 20 minutes and come back with a mask right Oh my God! You see, I almost said it right. I know. I know, right? See, it gets us the, it's to the point where 
we have to curse and we have to throw f bombs around. Yeah, because so, mm, makes I'm, us mad. So I'm glad that they were arrested, and yes, I hope me that too. they get the fullest extent of the law. Which I, I you know, me I, too. this is where I know there's always a big debate, but this is you know, it, if you take someone's life, and I know you believe in eye for an eye. I absolutely then do. This is where there, I don't think there's any debate with the death penalty. You know, absolutely not. These two should not this take is, on tax dollar money to feed, clothe, and house this them. This is for murder life. one, murder one at its finest. Oh yeah, absolutely, totally premeditated. You left, and like she left, so they must later, have gone out in the parking lot and waited for her, right? Before they went back in to and start up with him again. Twenty minutes later, she comes back with a gun. Fully aware of what she was doing. Yeah, I believe she was arrested right away. There's the two men that were on the run, but now, now uh, they have all three. Yeah. Now no. they have all three. Murder one. So, you Capital know. Capital punishment. Th- this is crazy. I mean, just yesterday in our area, we had a big lockdown in the area because oh God, somebody shot up, two people at a veteran cemetery. We still don't even know why. Two, Yeah, two people, a man and a woman, were shot. And... They were visiting someone at their at a veterans cemetery. Yeah, so the shooter's dead, which you know. Are you sure? Yeah, and I and what I don't know if it was self inflicted or you know because because they found his body uh, sometime after the final time he was in the woods and he was exchanging shots with the police. Oh, okay. So I mean, hopefully it wasn't self inflicted. Hopefully you know justice got him. Yeah. You know because I always I. I just hate a strong word. I dislike when uh, these people that do this kill themselves. I sort of, and, but oh, and, and, I I, and I sort of in my head, I like, I, I, I cheer and praise when the police actually do it. Right. You know, and, and I'm not and, saying and I, or I'm all for that. If they, if it's suicide by police. Right. I hate that. I don't. I'm not saying I. I wish that on anybody. No. But again, but. in this situation, one of the two people uh, were pronounced dead. Yeah. So when again, when you take a life, I I'm sorry. I I just don't feel like you deserve to continue on with your life, no. incarcerated or not. Exactly. That's just my view on that. And you may have a different view. And guess what? Um, as I always remind people, when I do give a very strong opinion of mine, this is America, and we do have the right to have our own opinion. You are allowed to have an opinion different than mine, and we can still be friends, or at least live in the same area or whatever. You know, you don't yeah. have to. Like, too many people get mad because I don't like your opinion, so you're a dick and I don't want anything to do with you. Right, exactly. And it doesn't have to when be like everyone that. everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Right, you, it doesn't have to be like that. So that was my right. that's my opinion. Right. And we're going to end that on the segment on my opinion. There and it's, you it's go. It's my opinion that we then, end this segment. No, no, no. And, okay. it's, and it is of my humble opinion <laughs> that Sharon should say goodbye, Sharon, because she's leaving. Goodbye, Sharon. All right, there you go. Folks, I'll be back with the third stretch of the show. Coming up just after this, don't go anywhere. More to come. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. 
See why we need your donations? Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And the lovely Sharon has exited and is developing more masks uh, that she has been distributing um, during this COVID-19. Found a way to keep herself busy uh, during the sit-in, as it were. (laughs) So that's what she's often doing. And you and I are here to cover the final stretch of the show. And inside this segment, we're going to do a new Wombat of the Week. We're going to honor some new heroes. We're going to, if time permits, we're going to go over one last thing. That's hashtag one last thing. If you're following following along on social media, uh, and if you're new to the show, I will always tell you um, how to reach out and submit stories for these segments. So not to worry, I have you covered. The first thing we're going to do is the Wombat of the Week, which is uh, where we find stupid people doing stupid things, and we honor them here on the program. Or disgrace them. Which what? Or disgrace them. Or, yeah, or, as it were, disgrace them. Uh, So, uh, and this week is no different. We have a new Wombat of the Week. How do you get involved? Very easy. You can send us an email to uh, Radio at gmail.com. You can also send the story to us on Facebook at JM Talk as a DM, PM, IM. I don't know what they call it anymore. Uh, so just send us the link to a story of stupid people doing stupid things. And um, that's all you have to do. And rest assured, it gets on the show. Uh, this week, no different. Another wombat apparently back on April 21st. Uh, some yo-yo 19-year-old, I guess. Uh, decided to, as a joke, as a joke, uh, do a a joke saying, uh, let's do a pee your pants challenge on TikTok. And so he, yeah, basically on TikTok, he peed his pants. And then that post and that hashtag got 1.9 million views. And now people are out there on TikTok filming themselves in a mirror, peeing, in their pants. I, I gotta take my glasses off for this one, folks, because. <laughs> what is going on in this world that I don't like? I don't understand these challenges. I mean, this really goes back to the whole whenever these challenges started. You know, let's eat a Tide Pod. Let's get out of our moving car while it's still moving and dance on camera. Let's let's pour hot boiling water down our throats. Let's, um, uh, oh, here's another new one, folks, if you haven't heard, uh, the nutmeg challenge, where it challenges you to eat a large volume of the potentially deadly spice. You can't just eat nutmeg in in volumes. It could kill you. But, you know, I don't understand why they make these challenges that could potentially harm you, why not make a challenge like, hey, I, you know what? I got a challenge for you. Clean up the park challenge. How about that? How about clean up the park challenge? How about have some manners challenge? How about drive like you know how to drive 
challenge. That's some challenges I'd like to see. And in fact, we should do that. We should, while one of us drives, the other one, for safety, should film that person driving using the turn signals, braking properly, stopping at stop signs, not running through intersections. We could do that. And maybe we can get 1.9 million views of hashtag driving properly. Not a bad idea. But these challenges are really getting out of control. I know people are bored. I get this. I know you're bored. But pissing in your pants, you know, is... I don't have any other word for it. Have we gone insane? I don't have any way to describe this. I don't, you know what? I don't even know why I brought this up. This is stupidity. It's worse than a wombat of the week. You know? And I'm, I'm looking at, like, photo stills of some of the people. You all look like flipping idiots. You know, this guy here, you know, 80s nerd haircut. Uh, this is... It, it's just ridiculous. Um... So, yeah, so the videos of the challenge on TikTok demonstrate people actually urinating themselves after they say in the mirror, pee your pants challenge. And then, of course, step two is to pee your pants, you know. Um, I don't even get this. You know, these social media challenges, uh, uh, you know, are crazy. I think if you do the pee your pants challenge, I think you ought to follow it up with a Tide Pod. You know, and chase it down with boiling hot water. That way the pot opens up and it gets in there and cleans your insides real out. Maybe it'll go up and clean your brain too. So, um, but yeah, so everybody who's not only doing, not only doing this pee your pants challenge, but if you do the pee your pants challenge, eat a Tide Pod, drink boiling water, get out of your car while it's moving, any of that dumb stuff, then I encourage you to, um, to please get help. Because the only way I can help you this week is you are the winner uh, and crown holder of Wombat of the Week. And I'm sorry I found this information. <laughs> um, and I will not watch the videos. I, I find that TikTok is sort of silly. I mean, I know people that use it. Um, I don't know what all the rage is. And um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a Tide Pod later on for dessert. We'll film it. All right. <laughs> Please deposit your Tide Pods into the washer machine. Remember I was going to do a video about that? The real use, the, the real Tide Pod challenge? Yeah. Do some laundry. <laughs> Filthy animals. <laughs> so, uh, so, they'll need to when they Yeah, right. I mean, who's doing the laundry? What do your mothers think of, the, uh, of when they have to uh, grab that laundry? Because none of y'all in these videos look like you're doing your own laundry. You look like a bunch of pigs. You're probably all living in your mama's basements, too. There, I said it. <laughs> so there is your Wombats of the Week. Nobody in particular. Just basically everyone that's peed in their pants on TikTok. You're a fool. You're a fool. Filming yourself doing stupid, idiotic things. Is worse than just having a news story about doing stupid things. You've you, you've you've done the the bifecta, you know. You've done stupid things and got your link, and you filmed yourself doing it. You know, back in our day, 
You couldn't film this stuff. So if we did stupid stuff back in our day, guess what? It's never showing up. <laughs> your stupid stuff, your stupidity will go down in history. You know, in history. So we move on now to uh, our segment of honoring uh, uh, heroes. And you can also get involved in this because... You can send to the same address, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can send us stories of everyday people, any day, any day and everyday people, going above and beyond, doing extraordinary things. So it doesn't have to be police officers or nurses, although, you know, all these first responders, these people on the front line of this, uh, very much, uh, you know, we, we've honored them before on the show, and and uh, we continue to honor them. Uh, for being on the front line doing those things. But you can get us those stories too because a lot of times there's local stories, there's local heroes out there that we'll, we'll never hear about because they're in local newspapers. So a couple of things on heroes tonight. We have a couple crowns. Um, and one of them is actually a local. I just want to do a local mention to a uh, Justin Joe, a junior at the Charter School of Wilmington here in Delaware, who has been hard at work coordinating the 3D printing club at the charter school. Uh, he's coordinating the club's efforts to print protective face shields uh, for frontline workers and nurses. So a big shout out to Justin and, um, and you know, the, the club there, the 3D printing club at the charter school of Wilmington uh, for taking that on. Uh, the pictures look amazing and uh, I'm sure that everybody thanks you. Uh, for them, you know, just these little things that people do, these little, these little things uh, that people do that make a really big difference uh, during this time. So, just want to uh, do a special mention, honor the heroes out to him and the rest of the club there. And uh, and also another thing, and this this hero just sort of like no story, no nothing, just something that popped up into my head. I had uh, I had visited uh, Burger King today, and. Um, and you know, well, that little giggle off to the side by the lovely Sharon making masks is because there's a different story about the Burger King that uh, will probably show up on either my Facebook or the show's Facebook very soon uh, with a picture. Uh, so that was an, 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 as usual, horrible experience. But what I want, that's not the case right now. Uh, while I was there waiting for my food, there was uh, another guy there, um, and he was a... DoorDash driver, okay. and he was there picking up an order for DoorDash. And you know, I, I know that a lot of places that don't typically do delivery are doing delivery now, and not just because of COVID. Even beforehand, this DoorDash, this Uber Eats, you know, these type of things started popping up for restaurants that don't usually do delivery. Now you can get delivery from them because you have these independent contractors that will deliver for you. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, DoorDash is one of them, and um, so. But because of the pandemic right now, I wanted to give a special kind of honor thy hero shout out to these people at DoorDash or Uber Eats that are out there doing that. Plus all the other people that do delivery, but because they're, they're out there, they're dealing with the people in the restaurants, the restaurant workers, they're dealing with the customers, and they're really, they're, they're bridging that gap. Whereas, uh, I don't know, like you may get a hankering for... I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Something from the diner. God right. God forbid. Right. You want something from the diner. <laughs> not my favorite place. But that, 
but that but what I'm saying is a, a play, right. something like that. You want something that you usually can't get unless you go there. Right. But you can get it now during the pandemic because they're closed, but they're doing DoorDash. So those kinds of things. And so this, the Uber Eats and the DoorDash, these people, just like any other delivery people in any delivery field, you know, let's take our hats off to all these people this week. Right. Yeah, because they're out there delivering the food that you otherwise may not be able to get. Um, Unless you go visit their store. Right. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, the only right thing I've seen done at Burger King today is um, when she folded the bag for the DoorDash, then they have a special big sticker that when they fold the bag, then they stick it shut, yeah. which I think is good because at least you know the restaurant sealed the bag. Right. Um, you know that's my concern with any delivery I service. Know. I know. Which is why when we order from the restaurant down the street, I have no problem going and picking it up. Right. Because exactly. you don't know who's delivering your food, especially way back last year, or a little more than a year ago, when we did the, uh, the story about the guy dunking his donuts into someone's uh, salsa yeah, yeah. during delivery. Yeah. And I don't mean donuts like, you know. know. Yeah, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> he was salsa dunking. Yeah. But anyway, so big shout out to all those people that are doing the deliveries and the thing like that. We really appreciate that you're doing that. And I told this guy that. Just, you know, special mention, I did say something to him that I, you know, I thought it was great what he was doing. And thank you very much, you know. Um, yeah. wish, I wish I had a card. I would have given it to him. You took all the cards. I did not. Yes, you did. You took all the show cards. No, 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 no. Prove it. So anyway. So uh, they're in your pocketbook. Okay. So uh, that's the Honda Thy Hero segment. Remember, get your stories in. Uh, we can always use them, uh, especially the hero ones. Now, I'm going to drink some tea because my voice is really wearing out. So one last thing. We do have a little bit of time for one last thing. Uh, I, I, I was given this story to read earlier in the week. And the funny thing is it was by somewhat of a mainstream media thing. Now, uh, the headline... The headline read something like, the COVID-19 is mutated, and this strain will be worse than the original strain, and very fear-mongering. And I did read the entire story, and I read it three times, and let me tell you why. And I'm telling you this because this same story is now a YouTube video with some analysis, I'm sure from a reliable source. Um... Please don't get your news from YouTube, first of all. But anyway, so I read the story multiple times because I realized that when I was reading the story several times over to ensure that I un I understood what I think I was understanding, uh, they were basically talking about the strain that we're dealing with right now compared to the strain that it was at the very beginning as it as it started making its way out of China. Okay, and around Europe. So when I went back and read the story several times, I'm like, yes, I'm not crazy. What they're saying is, is that this new mutated strain that's deadlier than the original strain is the strain that we are dealing with here now. So this new story that was put out just about a week, week and a half ago, as if it were new, is just rehashing and decorating with some, as I said earlier, sensationalism to, to what, scare you into thinking that there's something worse coming? Yeah, that's what, the, like we talked about this in a second segment. It's almost like the mainstream media wants you to believe that 2020 is the end of the world. You, so I found the story to be, uh, turn out to be sensationalism. And I'm bringing this to you now because I want you to know. And then now what happens is, 
some of these news stories are taken and then people put them into YouTube videos with their own commentary. And, and there's there are people out there who apparently have too much time on their hands because they're very good at spinning sensationalism on top of sensationalism. And that's why I stress to you, you don't want to get your news from YouTube. You don't want to get your news from Facebook either. Um, I'm really cautious with Facebook anymore, especially since I posted a story from USA Today and Facebook flagged me for uh, spewing uh, false information. Um, so if USA Today is considered false information, then, you know, not that we already knew we had a problem, but we've got a problem in River City, folks. Um, so I'm very cautious with anything now because even I tried to present a story that was uh, fairly neutral about COVID-19, uh, about a scientific study, and then I get, you know, crapped on by Facebook for posting a, a mainstream news story. So uh, really crazy. And that, and you have, to, you have to make sure that you're not just taking what you're seeing as gospel. I and many other people, a lot of people probably looked at that story and started feeling really apprehensive, like something worse is coming down the pipe. We can't think like that. It's already bad enough that we're in masks and gloves and we're overusing um, sanitizer. My hands burn. My knuckles are splitting open because we wash our hands so much. I mean, this is, it's already crazy. You don't want to buy into any more. So I'm just saying, be careful what you're reading. Read things two and three times. If you're reading something and your mind goes, what was that? Go back and reread it because remember what they say about gut instinct. It's usually correct. And that's the same thing when you're reading a news story and your brain goes, huh? Say what? Go back, read it again. And that's one last thing. And that brings us to the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for listening again to the podcast. We are on our way to episode 100. So um, that's going to be cool. Remember to stop by www.jmtalk.net and subscribe to the podcast. New episodes drop every Sunday, and you can also listen there right online and um, do some other things. We're on every available podcasting network that I can think of, and if you can think of one that I'm not on, let me know, and we will get busy on that. Also, we're on Facebook at JM Talk. We're Instagram and Twitter, JM Talk Radio, and you can email the show at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So until next time, folks, please be good to one another and be patient, okay? Kindness and patience, and we will get through this. Remember to wear your masks, be safe, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.